Hey, assholes. We fucked up the first recording of this. So now we have to do it again. Yeah, we gotta do it again. Yay. Yes, we, uh, Rassle Boys, week five, end of January. I'm Mega Fighter, and that's Allie. Yes, we fucked up the first recording. I think it's because I think that fucked up because we didn't say our names at the start. Yes. Yeah. So, I guess we'll just have to get to where we were. Yep. We were like two matches in when the recording dropped, so. Uh, three matches in, but. Three matches it. in. Now we God. have to pretend we're enthusiastic about everything we just talked about. Like how Raw is live in Richmond on TNN, the new TNN. TNN. Oh my god, I forgot about the new TNN. So the new TNN. The new TNN. Dr. Wu is playing Dr. in the Dr. Wu is playing in the background. Uh, we're coming from the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Virginia, our Virginia. Friend, our friend who lives in Virginia and would be great to have on. Couldn't be here because he's a bitch. Because he's a bitch and probably doesn't even have WWE Network. Yeah, and then the pyro goes off, and then it's Kane versus the Big Show, and then the Kane's pyro goes off, and the smoke just becomes unfathomably bad. Unfathomably bad. It is there for, like, hours. We could barely see anything. I'm surprised, because Ali made a note of this, about the, uh, about the Kane sunburn. Kane has sunburn. He, like, it's really obvious, because, like, when he moves his arm from where his arm was, you could see, like, the skin change color and if Big Show like put a hand on him you can see the outline of his hand Kane had like moderate to severe sunburn this match yes we don't know how it came about because he's been in what like Georgia the Carolinas and now Virginia they've been sticking to the south mostly yeah and maybe it's a little hotter there in the south but this is still winter so it's yeah, like this is how January get... where do you get sunburn <laughs> Where did you get sunburned? Did he go We're to fucking... Gonna... Did he go to the Bahamas? I... <laughs> so, on the previous recording, he said Aruba, and that led to a Kokomo joke. And then I told him, if you reference Beach Boys here, I'm destroying everything. And then the recording fucked up, so... Yes. I destroyed so everything. The... <laughs> so he did destroy everything. So, um... The match is pretty basic. It's big man shit. There's a lot of punches and kicks and big boots and uh, and uh, and, smoke. Uh, and smoke. And I just imagine like half the crowd is going like <laughs> like the whole fucking time. Like this haze made it actually kind of hard to see the match. Like the only thing I can remember that wasn't just big man stuff was Kane doing a weird leg hook when he like hit the choke slam or the tombstone or whatever. It goes for, like, the pin, and it kind of, like, he pushes Big Show onto his own side. And it just looked wrong. Doctor Who's a longer song than I thought it was. Yes. <laughs> uh, the start of the show did have, like, the Vince NWO promo recap, where it was, like, choir of creepy little girl oh. singing. I wonder if they make their own music or they just select, like, stock music for this shit. Right. Because, like, like the they recapped it with, like, Phoenix Wright music, and then, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple music. And now it's, and like, the, choir music. <laughs> there's baby choir music. The spiral wipe we saw, like, on the last week's Raw was not a one-off, apparently. That just happened again. They just love doing, like, video toaster transitions. <laughs> that just, they don't look great. They take me out of it. And then you're just like, what the fuck was that? Ric Flair's on a phone. But yeah, now we got to do the next, the first segment of the show. Ric Flair is on a phone. And the APA come in and Bradshaw is pissed. And doing like, like vague shoot talk about the NWO and how they're selfish. And Ferguson is always company. pounding the ass shirt. I forgot about the always pounding ass shirt. I thought that was just a joke, but no, he just hey, he did have a shirt that said "Always Pounding Ass." Yes. And uh, like, and my confusion about this promo or the segment was just like, 
it felt vaguely shootish, and they're kind of trying to sell like the NWO is like this oncoming threat, you know, like the NWO were back in WCW. But I feel like they could have mixed in a little bit of kayfabe of have Bradshaw offered like, you know, Bradshaw offered their services to Flair to protect him from the NWO, you know, offered to do it for free, shit like that. Yeah. But instead, it's just kind of like these selfish pricks, these fucking assholes, they're pieces of shit. <laughs> but like, you did it. <laughs> and instead, it's just it just kind of it just kind of like Bradshaw saying mean things about the NWO, and, and then, then Farouk for going goes, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what he said, and then Rick Flair's just like, ah, whatever, get out of here. Like, this felt like it didn't have a purpose. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, we cut to a 24-carat studio segment of Goldust talking about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> he quotes uh, he quotes the usual suspects. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. And it's just like... <laughs> And it's just like, <laughs> awkward laugh about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> is it bad? I kind of want the gimmick of, like, every person that Goldust references is, like, a canceled actor or a movie that's, like, really bad. So it's just, yeah. like, Roman Polanski. <laughs> right now, it just, it goes, like, every every week, our, our idea for the Goldust promo gimmick changes from bad movies to... Actors that we don't talk about now. <laughs> Actors that have destroyed their legacies. I can't but think of any so prevalent good. actors who destroyed their careers. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Ah, <laughs> uh, give it time. Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah. But this is building up more to the, the, the him storyline. Which I think is leading the partnership with Booker T. I might be wrong. That might have been like 2003 more than anything. Yeah. Maybe this is just going to lead to nowhere because that just kind of happens with Gold Dust gimmicks at, at some point. Yeah. Sometimes they just don't do anything. So, uh, fuck. We go to a Jericho interview. Who has given a title shot for his Universal Championship to fucking Maven? Yeah, Maven. Our man, the title shot. Maven. I assume because he eliminated the Undertaker, and that's such a like that's an impressive feat that you, he uh, that he just gets a title shot. Yes, because he graduated from the tough enough. Tough, tough enough. enough. Yeah, Jericho shifting into like this kind of deep, slightly Americanish voice when saying things in the promo or the interview. I keep getting the two confused. And uh just being like undisputed champion of the world. Ah! I have to talk like an American. And I think he said something about like maybe getting the title shot because he was unjustly eliminated from the rumble, but we checked. He did get actually eliminated. Yeah, he got he got thrown through the ropes and then got thrown back over the ropes. Yeah, he went through the middle rope the first time, then Undertaker threw him back in, and then he threw him over the top rope. And then he ate popcorn. Yeah. They don't cut they don't show you that part though. They don't show that part, and I'm still upset that Undertaker didn't stuff popcorn into Maven's mouth during that. Have some popcorn, you fuck. <laughs> it's good. Jericho talked about how awesome he is and how he's going to beat Maven. Because that's pretty much how this interview went in my head. Also, RVD is here with a uh, sick dragon singlet. RVD is here with the sick dragon skeleton singlet with, like, the spine going down his back and the dragon head. It, it just got, reminds I, me of, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh card. He was wearing, like, a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card. Like <laughs> Lord of D or something. Uh, he's wearing a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card on his singlet. I'll be honest, if that's what he did in his later run, I probably would have been watching more RVD matches. After Wait, that, this... William Regal comes out and Teddy Long does a cavity search. <laughs> or at least he would if RVD didn't attack Regal immediately. 
attacked Regal just before they were about to check the tights, which I think is where. Let me check your balls, player. <laughs> Let me check your balls, player. Nice cock, player. Nice cock, player. Nice butt, player. <laughs> but if I feel like real perk, they didn't they didn't do anything with him doing the early jump where I would have probably had like because they didn't check the trunks. That's where Regal is hiding his um his brass knuckles for power of the punch. Instead, they just have this match end by DQ because uh, Regal kicks RVD in the cock. Yep, cock kick. And uh, then he, I think there was like and then some he sort punches of out Teddy Long. They punches out Teddy Long. There was some sort of recap bit before the match began. Or maybe it was just when RVD was heading down the ramp. The match is brought to us by WFShopZone.com, which does not redirect. No. You'd think it would, but they just kind of let the domain lapse instead. you think it would have, re- like, uh, redirected to, like, shop.wwe.com. So RVD's like, my dick, dude! And then just fucking runs after Regal and throws him back in the ring to kick his ass. At least until the Dudleys show up and start beating down Rob Van Dam. Because reasons. And then Edge comes out to help RVD. Edge comes out for the save. Crowd Ed- chants 3D and Rob doesn't notice. Then they fuck up the 3D. <laughs> I think because the smoke was still going, like Bubba was, Bubba mistimed, like coming in for the cutter. So like they're doing the jump for the flapjack and then like, they're like, oh, he's not they there. Have to, they have to wait and then do it again. Yeah. And also, Edge coming out means that for Raw, we were spared his entrance. So for thank Raw. God. For Raw. So we cut to outside where they show like an infantry statue. And then we cut back to Ric Flair, which uh, Ric Flair drunk meter, Diet Pepsi. <laughs> He's just drinking a Diet Pepsi. And then when he comes out later for his like, for his promo, he's drinking a Dasani. So Dasani, not- woo! So there is no alcohol in his system tonight. Yeah, and he was kind of understated this week, so I I believe it. He's fully sober. Anyway, Stephanie Stephanie yells at him about Triple H and McMahon and all that shit. And the NWO, mostly about her husband. Godfather shows up later on with his escorts. Escorts. He was dressed in like a very, very slimming dark red suit. That we thought was black because of the lighting. He comes out with uh, DDP, who yes. does have his face. He, he has his face. Because so, I, I hallucinated him tearing his face off because I was starting want... to get sick at these fucking WWE jokes I had to listen to. So there's a compilation on the Deadlock YouTube, the Deadlock podcast YouTube, of every joke from the legendary WWE joke book. And if you ever feel like buying that book, don't. These are some of the worst jokes that we have ever heard. I, I legitimately feel like if you were forced to read it from front to back, you'd probably be, you probably would kill yourself. I don't. It, it, I mean, because he started like, because Allie would start rubbing his eyes at like, because in like frustration. And when he closed his eyes, he just saw like DDP doing like the tight, like the Minitron smile, whipping his own face off. And yes. still smiling. It's We're me. Not... It's me. It's me. It's me. <laughs> We're still not sure why he hallucinated this specific image. But it's just there. I just... I was unhappy. Oh my god. You should look at these fucking pictures from the WWE Legendary Joke Book. They are formatted so horribly. It looks like a fucking joke. Oh my god. Let me... I, I don't know if I should put it on... The, actually, no, I shouldn't put it on the podcast, but, like, I should... No, 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 not that. I'm fucking up. Oh, God, it's gone wrong. Oh, God, you sent me Dr. Wu. No, don't, 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 don't look at Dr. Wu 8-bit. God. But this is how the joke book's formatted. Like, let me just show it to you. This is a cursed episode, folks. This is our second take, so fuck off. <laughs> These are, uh, this is how the joke books formatted. Ah! <laughs> ah! It's hideous. God, you could have made this better in Photoshop. 
This could have been done better in GIMP. I think I put more work in the fucking Rassle Boys logo than the layout of these fucking jokes in the joke book. Like, look at these. Look at this one. <laughs> oh, God. It's like clip art. <laughs> right? That's just a picture of Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel. Why is that even there? They're not even making... Oh, wait, that's Mean Gene. I'm stupid. We're stupid. <laughs> but just, holy shit, these... <laughs> I, I know this is a tangent, and I know this isn't related, and I know that people watching the podcast can't see these, but holy fuck. <laughs> They're <laughs> horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Forgot about the Ronda Rousey mouse one. <laughs> Anyway, DDP is a customer for the Godfather's escort service, which you could call at 1-9-Godfather if they didn't disconnect their fucking number. We tried calling them in the first recording, and it just led to nothing. I don't know. Maybe they hooked their phone up between then and now, because I enjoyed... Okay, let me see if I got the number right. Uh, 1-1... <laughs> you never know. I might have got it wrong. Do I know how phone numbers work is my my question. Because I'm apparently a fucking moron when it comes to, like, technology. Don't you also have, like, fat fingers? The call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Announcement for the call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Fuck you, Godfather. I want my hose. Escorts. 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 He is a legitimate businessman. <laughs> despite, despite what Lance Storm thinks, he is a legitimate businessman who also doesn't run his phone lines anymore for some reason. So Christian gets crotched on the rope at some point and then fucking Godfather hits the escort train. Which Did we is mention that this is a tag match? Yeah, it's a tag match of Christian, yeah, Landstorm, Godfather. and Godfather and DDP. Yes. So, yeah, that's where Christian gets crotched on the ropes and he's, like, folded over on himself because, ah, my nuts. Ah, oh, my nuts. And, and he, Godfather hits the escort train. We escort it. train. It's not the hoe train, people. It's the escort train. On to Christian while he's folded over, which was really cool. Actually, what, what's the 946 area code? Is that a, is that a, like a phone number code? The area code 946 has not been assigned for use in the North American phone numbering plan. So. Motherfucker. So this ain't a real number. It's not a real number. Marty. Sons of bitches. Or not Marty. Charles. Charles. I was thinking of Marty right. I don't know why. Don't blame the boogeyman for this. I'm the boogeyman, and I set up my phone correctly. <laughs> so here's the question that I had about DDP. DDP's still married at this point. Yes. He and Kimberly wouldn't divorce until, like, 2005. Yes. So why is, why is DDP calling in an escort? Because he's not a happy man. Because <laughs> Kimberly is hot. Let's not, let's not mince words here. She's hot. She's why would you... hot. Like, this is a question I think Brian Zane brought up talking about the DDP stalking angle, where it's like, when you've got Kimberly Page at home, why would you, why would you go to stalk Undertaker's wife? I don't know. Why would you need escorts? Like, I just, I hate the systematic embarrassment of, like, every guy who worked for WCW. <laughs> Uh, it was it was it was terrible and it it stopped with sting finally but anyway God, diamond be... cutter pin they win rick flair yeah. comes out talks about this business this company this company the history behind the it. history of the company which he paid he paid some rando he played he paid like on the fly. he he put he paid like a college student a hundred dollars to make like an amv of the history of wwe or wwf yeah wf we're still in wf territory we haven't gotten the f out yet anyway 
it was a six-minute montage of Naruto versus Sasuke with <laughs> crawling in my skin playing over it. What? Well, to be fair, it was a long, I mean, very long package of, like, just the long history of the WF, all the various eras, going back from, like, Vince McMahon Sr. What surprised me about this package was that they didn't leave anyone out. Like, usually with, like, these WWE video packages, or, like, the intros, if they're on, if they're on the outs with someone, if they got bad blood, they're just, they're just out of the, they're just out of the history books. But, like, this showed, like, Brett, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart showed up, uh, Lundra Blaze, just all these people who... Like, you'd think they wouldn't be allowed to show some of these people, but they just showed all of them. Showed all of them. Yeah. And that, like, threw me off. It was like, wow, you got all of these... The gang's all here. But, uh, you know, just... The, they do the video package, and Ric Flair talks about, like... I think just protecting, like, the history of WWF like, or something. Like, something along the lines of, like, McMahon, you worked so hard to make this company great. Why would you just throw it away out of spite? Yeah. And then McMahon comes out and he's just pouting like a little baby the whole time. Oh, yeah. Give me give me the 50%. Get out of my company. Give me, give me. mine, 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 mine. Or else I'm going to just destroy this company. Come on, McMahon. Stop pouting. I made a montage for you. Do I have to elbow my truck? Do I have to elbow drop my jacket? Vince talks about how the NWO will kill the ratings and then sort of changes it to how the NWO will literally kill everyone. <laughs> like I know I know it's Kevin Nash, but it's not a fucking plague of locusts. Like come on. It's just it's Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and also Hogan's there. You need a lot more than that to kill WCW. They had a lot more people in the NWO, NWO before they killed WCW with it. <laughs> you know who I brought in? NWO Sting. <laughs> the fake Sting. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. But yeah, this is just more standoff stuff between Flair and McMahon while we head for when Any we build up for the NWO. Anyway, WWF New York. Now with Nidia. Nidia, they really want you to go to this fucking restaurant, and I feel like this is around when it was on its final legs. Yeah, they they clearly did not offer good food. If, they, if from what if I've heard, no WWF New York had shit food. God, let me look up WWF New York and like why it closed. Find Yelp reviews, <laughs> even though Yelp wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> Okay. They changed the name. Or it got bought out and changed the name to... Wait, no. Let me see. Sorry. I think it was like, it was The World. The World! <laughs> it was The World, and then it was WWF New York. And then it changed back to The World. No, it became no. The World in May 2002. Oh. It became a gift shop and nightclub. And then it just closed because no one gave a fuck. Uh, how about that? And then it became a hard rock cafe. I was about to jokingly say it became a hard rock cafe. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, we have uh, we have tough enough season one's female winner, Nydia here. Nydia here. Absolutely was not given any time to get used to being on camera. She was clearly, like, nervous. <laughs> she was very nervous, very awkward. But she's ruined for Maven, goddammit. Because they're hyping up the fact that up next is Chris Jericho versus Maven for the Undisputed Championship. Just do the Undisputed title match in the middle of the show, why don't you? I mean, that's just how, how do you, how else do you treat Maven? By the way, uh, Maven appearance counter two. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost expecting you to make the same fuck up as last time and then just Dr. Wu 8-bit starts up again. <laughs> I would, I would like to repeat. That was the second appearance of Maven. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Waller spins the whole match. 
shitting on Maven. Maven, not a bad worker by any means. Like, he's not the best. But for being a, like, a top He's enough got okay fundamentals. I feel like his selling was good, but I don't know if he had any offense. Besides his dropkick. Besides his sick-ass dropkick. His great dropkick. Maven dropkick counter. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> oh, wait, that's his second dropkick, because the first one was at the... At the... You're right. <laughs> uh, so Jericho pulls the uh, turnbuckle pad off and then Maven sort of like throws him into it and then he headbutts it on accident yeah and, and uh, then after like fighting on the outside and Lawler just shitting on Maven the whole fucking time because that's what you should do with your winners of Tough Enough yeah, he well, taps out to the walls like a heel thing like you get a, you get by him or you get behind him because the heel commentator, Jerry Lawler, doesn't like him. Well, here's the thing. When you're when you're a heel, you should constantly be ping-ponging back and forth between, like, talking shit but still putting them over. Yeah. Here's just he talking just, shit. He was just talking shit. So Maven taps out, except for the fact that the ref steps on his hand while he's tapping out. <laughs> I thought it was the opposite of he slapped the ref's foot while he was tapping. Kinda. And uh, either Undertaker comes out after this or comes out during this. Because this is where we notice Yeah, Undertaker that comes out. This is where we notice that, the, uh, that his Titantron footage has, like, clips of the music video for Roland in it. Yes. Or they have, like, they have, like, clips of Fred Durst in the Roland music video. There was actually two versions of Roland. I forgot... I think this is Air Raid Vehicle or this something. This is Air Raid Vehicle, and then there was like a remix with some other rapper called Ground Control Vehicle. And this is Air Raid Vehicle, yeah. So Jericho rolls out because he wants to watch Undertaker beat Maven's ass, and then he puts on a set of headphones and starts doing commentary, but he's clearly tired. So Jericho goes like, he wants a little revenge for Rumble. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was Urban Assault Vehicle, rolling Urban Assault Vehicle, with uh, DMX and Method Man and Red Man. Good to know. <laughs> that was the remix. But uh, yeah, and this is where we Taker, talk about... Taker pilmanizes Raven. Or Maven. Yeah. Not Raven. Maven. Raven's not here. Uh. Who the fuck hired Raven? But uh, yeah, he, he, he gets him with like the chair to the throat, which I guess is his thing now? Is yeah, Undertaker's trying to be a heel, so he's like, oh, he, he he hits you in the throat with the chair. And now we talk about the uh, my little rant here about how putting main eventers or putting the rookies with the main eventers like immediately just dooms them to utter failure. Hello, David Flair. Hello, David Flair. Hello, Zach Gowan, especially. Both because, people like, who weren't they weren't absent of talent. They weren't absent of talent. But they were put in situations where either they would have to deliver or their push would be dead forever. And guess what happened? <laughs> their push was dead forever. Like, And that's the same thing with Maven. You've been put in a, in a feud with The Undertaker, who is like just the heart and soul of this company. And you're wrestling like the top guy right now. We're one of the top guys. The guy with the biggest belt. Or the and top you're belt. green as goose shit. And you're green as goose shit. And people and, are disappointed in how well you're doing, but it's like, you really should have just been on, like, you should have been on Heat. You should have been, like, doing tag team matches. You, you know, you should have jobbed out to Billy and Chuck for a while. Just get some time to get experience and get over naturally instead of just being, like... character? Yeah. Because Maven didn't have a character. They didn't give him one. He didn't even have a promo this week. No, Wait, his theme song and Titantron are both bad. His Titantron was just him doing, like, backyard shit. His his Titantron was his, like, was clips from, like, Tough Enough of him training and just, like, doing grapples with Johnny Who's I think it. at some point uh, we made a joke about how Lawler mentioned that, like, 
Maven was going to be working fast food after this, and I was like, no, he's working HSN. Yeah, <laughs> joke's on you, Lawler. He got a better job working home shopping. <laughs> and yeah, his theme song is just the instrumental to the Tough Enough theme. Oh my uh, god, it is? <laughs> yeah. Because he came out to Tattoo at the Rumble, and then they switched to like an instrumental. I swear it's the instrumental for Tattoo, right? Maybe. It's gotta be. <laughs> so... Um, Coach talks to Undertaker after he beat up Maven. And Taker says that, do you want your teeth? Do you want teeth? Do you want teeth in your mouth? I'll make a necklace out of your teeth if you say Maven. And then it's like, how... And then he started ranting about, how dare fucking Maven throw me out of the ring? And it's like, it's a rumble, you dumb fuck. Of course he would throw you out. Dumb shit. It's like, he doesn't respect you. You were busy being a misogynist and trying to chokeslam Lita, who wasn't in the Rumble, I should note. She wasn't. So, she was a second to Matt. So you have no one to blame but your, you and your shitty... It's not your fault. Self. It's not your fault that your ass got distracted and Maven took advantage in the Royal Rumble. It's not Maven's fault. It is absolutely your fault. Maven was Maven, just I- doing Maven shit and you fucked it up. It's not Fuck like you yourself. need a fucking title run. You're the Undertaker. The Undertaker. You're you're the hardcore champion. Defend that shit. I didn't even think he, I saw him with the belt today. It, it was in his, like, you, I think maybe next episode where I'm thinking of. But, like, it's in his, like, the little motion thing they do before the matches, the, the cell matches. Yeah. Like the video thing. And it's, like, him, like, slinging it over his shoulder and Kurt Angle's naked next to him. Yes, weirdly naked Kurt Angle. So uh, that does it for Maven. Uh, the longest segment about Maven with the most references to Maven in it. And I think that's all we'll see of Maven. So, <laughs> so we cut to uh, Jazz heading out back and she's hearing like this grunting and like, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, good, fuck, like, yeah. All right, I guess it's time for the gay shit. It's time for gay jokes. Jazz opens up the door, and Billy and Chuck are on the ground doing stretches. Doing stretches. And, like, they try to make it, like, really weird, but I'm just like, motherfucker, you need to do stretches. You know, the thing is, that's legitimate. Like, they're occasionally throwing in, like, oh, your ass looks really nice or something you have a like nice, that. You have nice legs. And it's, like, to try and make it seem gay and, like... And, like, Billy and Chuck are like, come on, Jazz, join us for stretches. Like, I'm good. Like. Motherfucker, do stretches. Triple H didn't do stretches. That's why his quad exploded. Exactly. And speaking of, I believe we have a Triple H segment after this. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon is talking to Triple H. She wants to help him out because he keeps telling her she's useless. While Triple H is, like, putting on 15 knee pads while talking to her. Yeah, exactly. Which is because he didn't do stretches. Do fucking stretches. Like Billy and Chuck know what know what's up. They got they got that shit down. Anyway, it's a uh I believe it's a six man tag. It's a six person intergender tag. Six actually. person intergender tag where the women can wrestle the men. Yes. And this it's match that- is sponsored by MMs and Burger King. Fucking goddamn piece of shit, Burger King. And do you know what happens when you do your stretches? You fucking win. Yeah, exactly. This was Trish Stratus and the APA versus Jazz. Billy and, and Chuck. Chuck. Our gay jokes are four. Four. It's it's more than we had last time, but Trish, surprisingly less than we were expecting. It was an okay match. Trish eventually just tags in and starts punching Chuck Palumbo. And then Chuck Palumbo just power bombs her. And, it's, and the whole time, the whole time this match is going on, Jim Ross is being such a bitch about the fact that there's intergender wrestling. Oh my god, they're women. I know the oh, they're fighting the women. Oh no. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, JR. But it, they're a warrior, but they're a woman. But they're a warrior. It's, it's yeah, it's like that. <laughs> oh, God. So after that little match, uh, Billy and Chuck win with Jazz. And we cut to Kurt Angle doing stretches because he knows what's up. <laughs> he, he knows what's up. He saw how Billy and Chuck just won their match. He did. He's doing. Kurt Angle's stretches. like, I need to do some fucking stretches. <laughs> this promo is nice because like he doesn't leave like pauses for the what chance. Like 
Yeah, he's, gonna, he's trying to drown yeah. down the. He's tr he's trying to drown out the what chance. So his sentences are longer, and it makes more sense for him to do that because, like, if I can just get through this promo with as little what chance as possible, I can keep cool. Uh, I think this was about just uh, beating Steve Austin for the number one title or the number one contendership for the undisputed title. So Booker T takes on triple knee pads. Yes. We this, almost is have... where you saw... this is where you saw the sign Triple H. Uh, I want your I body. Want your body. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like, do you want, do, do you want his body... Do you want to have sex with his body? Do you want to cut his head off and then put your head on him so he, you have woman, his body? She wants to fuck. She wants some fuck from She the wants game. some fuck? She wants... JR says this is the main event when it clearly isn't. I think it was actually... I think it was Lawler who said that. All right, I we're canceling the show. <laughs> Burning it down. Burn it down. <laughs> Again. But uh, yeah, either way, they say this is the main event when it's actually nowhere near the main event. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a very short match. Christian runs out to try and beat up Triple H after what happened to him last week. Then Stephanie runs out, slaps Christian, and distracts Triple H on accident. And then Triple H is like, what are you doing, Steph? I'm going to get, I might get rolled up. And then he got rolled up. Exactly. It was beautifully like that. And I think, yeah, this match just ends, and I think we we cut to commercial at this point, right? Um, no, we got um seven weeks of sour skittles. Seven weeks of sour skittles. Thank you. <laughs> because this is apparently they're doing like the countdown seven weeks to WrestleMania X eight, which is not something they do presented nowadays, by sour but skittles. Like, but it was presented by sour skittles. So if someone can do an edit of like seven weeks to sour skittles. And then make the WrestleMania sign the little thing in the corner. Defended by WrestleMania X8. Yeah. <laughs> Seven weeks of sour Skittles is great. So, during the commercial break, Steph is sorry. Steph is very sorry. She's crying, like, the whole way back to the... Triple H goes to his Triple, to H, Triple H room. H, Triple H room. And then she kind of, like, screams through the door about how she's sorry. And then Triple H gets his bags... Or gets her bags. I, yeah. It's like he hands her like this big old like fucking like carrying case, which I think is supposed to be all her stuff. And then he put and a he pair. Put, then he puts a pair of high heels on top of that. And then we make the joke about and my high heels. And my Yeah, those are his shoes. <laughs> and then she keeps screaming and crying and it's kind of uncomfortable. Especially uncomfortable when you had to watch the recap. And then we cut to Kurt Angle versus Steve Austin. Number one the, contender match from the tournament last week. The finals of that little tournament they did. With the Kurt Angle status sucks. Kurt Angle status sucks. Also, the crowd was trying to get the you suck what chant over and it wasn't working. I put down the note, I hate this crowd. <laughs> because I was like, this is a dumb chant. What are you doing? Stop it. So Kurt Angle cut a weird promo about what he was going to do this match, and he said the easy way out would be hand Stone Cold a chair and then get DQ'd. And oh he almost God. he almost got away with it. By the way, this match kicked ass. Oh yeah, I I for I I don't really pay attention as much to the promos as I do the matches. Surprisingly, because I do remember this great spot from the match of I also where, remember like, like Kurt Angle trying to do a superplex and then Stone Cold just fucking bit him. <laughs> Yeah. But there was a point where, like, they were both outside. Austin throws Angle back into the ring. And then as he's rolling in, Kurt Angle just rolls back out. And I was like, that's clever. I like that. Yeah, Kurt Angle, like, drops Stone Cold for a second, grabs a chair, slides it in, and Stone Cold takes it. Because he thought... And then Kurt Angle's like, come on, hit me, man. Get DQ'd. I'm the number one contender. <laughs> Give me right on the chin. He's like pointing to his chin and everything. It's so good. Uh, ref bump happens. Stone Cold gets hit with a chair. A lot of times. I genuinely thought at some point that the ref was going to wake up during this and actually DQ him. 
Yeah, we thought it was going to be this thing of like he's beating, he was beating Stone Cold with a chair and like Hebner was slowly getting back up. And I thought he eventually he would like look and go, oh, by the way, you're DQ. But no, instead he just, he did, he did his beat down. He threw the chair aside. Put him in the angle lock. Then he thought Stone Cold tapped out, but he didn't. Or yeah, something happened where like. And he thought he won, even though his theme music wasn't playing. And he just got onto the turnbuckle and started doing the Stone Cold taunt. Then he gets off. You didn't win. Your theme music didn't play, and then he like gets a stunner. And yeah, and then they inefficiently drink beer, and then Jericho Uh, just runs in and gets stunned. And then they hit the theme music again. Yes, play it again. Steve Wise, I, I put down the note, Steve Wise's are poorly canned and just overflowing. Because every time he opens up one of those cans, just there's foam shooting out of them. Like, who's canning these beers? Well, it's because like, he keeps hitting them together. Yeah, that's true. But uh, that was raw, very simple, very straightforward. Yeah, uh, it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. So we do we we started SmackDown. I don't recall. Oh, they were in Norfolk. Norfolk. They were in the Norfolk Scope, which is where uh, DX invaded uh, WCW back in the day. So we're still in Virginia, and we still don't have Rob. And we got a recap of of Raw, which was weirdly like they put like a curve effect on it for some reason. Yeah, that's right. It was just this weird curve, like, globish effect. Like they projected it onto, like, a globe. Yeah, Kevin Dunn really getting his money's worth on that video toaster program he Look bought. at all the things I can do! <laughs> I can I can turn Stone Cold's face into a flag. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Why? Shut up. <laughs> don't question it. And don't talk about my teeth. Anyway, we start with... Uh, orange mist like a cheeto mist and taz walks through the cheeto mist and jack jacqueline's still the ref (laughs) jacqueline is still a referee this is just a thing now she's just a ref i don't know why because taz is facing chris jericho who is going to a celebrity hockey game later i don't yes and they There's said, like an and they tried to justify this on commentary that Taz is fighting Chris Jericho because Taz trained Maven, but I thought Al Snow trained Maven. I don't know. Maybe Taz was also on the Tough Enough, like, training group back in season one. But it's just, everyone kind of thinks of, like, Al Snow. They think of maybe, like, Bob Holly and him beating up a rookie. And maybe Taz was on there. I don't know. Maybe. This I remember they said this was a non-title match, and I was like, I, I should hope so. It's only Taz coming out. I was like, oh, yeah, Jericho. Yeah, and Jericho wins by doing the stroke slash skull-crushing finale to, finale to, to fucking Maven or Taz. My Taz. brain's not working. Uh, Wake he, up. He, he wins with the skull-crushing finale to fucking Taz. <laughs> Yeah, and that's just this is just a match. It was then he a just puts match. then he just puts Jacqueline in the walls. I don't remember him putting Jacqueline in the walls. He did. She tapped out. Uh, okay. But we got more <laughs> important shit to talk about. Like rollerball. <laughs> it's rollerball. Rollerball. <laughs> We've got the APA hanging out at, and talking about rollerball. Yeah, they're and talking then- about rollerball. And then the cast of Rollerball come up to talk to them. Chris, Chris Klein, LL Cool J, and Rebecca Romaine Samos just, just, they break in the APA's office. They didn't go, go through, through the, the door. door. <laughs> and I don't think Booker T went through the door either. Yes, Booker they, T confronts LL Cool J over the fact that he should have been on Rollerball and not LL Cool J. He should have been on Rollerball, which is really just, why would you want that book? It's a bad choice in life. Yeah, fun fact. Let me look up the uh, let me look up roller rollerball for you. This is the 2002 movie Rollerball. Yes, not the it got a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't make its money back in the box office. It only made it 29 was- mil- 25 million and a budget of seventy. It was one of the most expensive box office flops of all time. Damn. 
Roger Ebert called it an incoherent mess. <laughs> I believe the it also... creator of Rollerball, William Harrison, said, I never watched the 2002 movie and I never will. Romaine Samos was nominated for a worst actress, uh, Razzie, lost out to Madonna. So the away. thing that so the glue that holds 2002 WWF oh, together wait, no, is shit movies. <laughs> shit movies. The soundtrack is also something to be pointed out. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, the soundtrack. Boom by also... POD. Told you so by Drowning Pool. Ride by Beautiful Creatures. I am hated by Slipknot. Some Rob Zombie songs, including Edge's theme. Insane in the Brain by Send Dog. Ah, oh, got Crawling in the Dark by Hoobastag's on here, and Hoobastag. also when I come, Hoobastag, the and their one good song, and also when I come around by Green Day. I forgot that the that Edge's theme, Never Gonna Stop, also has the weird subtitle, the Red Red Groovy. Rob Zombie's a weird man. Yeah. But yes, this is uh that was our talk about rollerball. It's and rollerball. How and how Booker T wanted Booker to be T, in it. Booker T lucked out by not being in rollerball. Anyway, we got a retirement speech from Flair because he's pretty much like trying to sell the fact that I'm gonna end my career to save WWF. Yeah, I put down Ric Flair retires, I think. Like it's time to say goodbye. Like he hugs fucking Arn Anderson before he comes out. Was that was that then or was that later? That was later, but yeah. But yeah, they're they're selling it as like he's gonna retire or something. Christian versus DDP for the European title. A cool thing I noticed when Christian was heading out was I was on the Titantron for his theme song. They have subtitles for like the Italian singing. Yes. <laughs> and I thought that was fucking cool. Oh, it's just groovy leaving. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay. But, uh, and that was just kind of a nice little thing. Uh, a very rare good line out of Michael Cole, which is, uh, Christian, I think, gets crotched again. Yeah. And he goes, Christian can now sing the high note in his own theme. Christian! <laughs> Christian! But uh, this is a this is a fairly good match and ends in a DDP hitting the diamond cutter. Yep. And winning the European title and then Jerry Lawler saying they're going nuts in Brisbane right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is there a Brisbane in Europe? Because that's Australia. No. no. Okay, I was right. And Australia's not a part of fucking Europe. God damn it. You fucking shit me. Fucking Jerry Lawler. Didn't they say something about Euros at that time? That people were betting Euros or something? Yeah. As well, because or yeah, they're freaking out in um they're freaking out in the Netherlands, because again, this is the European title. Yeah. Europe. 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 So good match on the uh, European title. Also, DDP winning a belt. So hey, Mr. McMahon has several lawyers talking about how Flair's going to sell his stocks to him. Not a one of them is Jerry McDevitt. Nope. Gold Dust shows up again, except this time he's talking about Robert De Niro, who is yet to do anything sketchy that I that I know of. Not as far as I know, but I do know that this this package got really like weird and artsy. And I said, that, yeah, they're getting more ambitious. Did with you the know that? Package. Did you know that one of the directors of Rollerball got arrested because he pretty much wiretapped several of the people? Oh yeah, the John McTiernan wiretapping incident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's shit that happened. That I don't know a lot about it, but that's weird. All right, <laughs> he pretty much he pretty much never directed after that. You know, Rollerball no did so much does. damage to so many people. Do you, can you even name a Chris Klein movie? <laughs> I don't even know who Chris Klein is. Oh, he was in the American Pie movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Rollerball, and then... Oh, God! He was in Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li. Oh, my God. 
He played Charlie Nash. <laughs> Why does everything kind of link back in weird ways? Like we were talking about this with fucking like Yakuza like a dragon and how the dude who played like Masato was also in the King of Fighters movie. Yes. Anyway, we're we are getting into weird off topic points. Anyway, Goldust is going on about him again. You will never forget the name. Oh yeah, there were several like, cuts of him going hop, 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 hop. So you'll never forget Goldust. I don't know if there was anything between this and the Stephanie McMahon interview. Uh, Lawler hates pronouns in bio. Lawler hates pronouns in bio because he's going all out. What's all about this him stuff? What's this him thing? I hate pronouns. That's what he said. He hates pronouns, so, okay. You have pronouns in your bio, then Jerry Lawler is your anime avatar. <laughs> With and a badly a... photoshopped political hat. <laughs> and it's probably an underage girl. Hi-yo! Hi-yo! Alright, so He's now great. we have Woo! a... Woo! JR's talking to Stephanie. She has boots. She has these, like, construction boots that do not go with her dress at all and are kind of hideous looking. But they like they're she's just like going on about her life with Triple H and all this and the business and her dad and how she and Shane have merged into one being. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well she 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 was talking more about how she was like she bought like ECW and then like the alliance merger with WCW and ECW. But I took it in the literal like statement of I merge with my brother Shane. We, we become one. one now. I, we are one now. I JR. am the money. <laughs> we are the money. Shane Thinney McMahon Helmsley. Shane Thinney. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but yeah, this was she just pretty more much goes off on JR and JR just isn't reacting. It's like, all right, whatever. Whatever, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Think you're not going to set me on fucking fire. And then we cut back to, to Rollerball. <laughs> To Rollerball and Bradshaw promising that he will not rape Rebecca Remains Stamos. Yeah, he said that, like, you know, we're all getting drunk, but I won't take advantage of you. So, yeah. So just Bradshaw's like, I'm not going to rape you. <laughs> oh, this the... is where Booker T comes in and says he is mad that he wasn't in Rollerball. Yeah, I mixed that up. I'm sorry. I think it mostly it was just setting up just like Chris Klein and LL Cool J doing drinks and just... Fucking Rebecca Romaine Samos coming in and drinking and chugging and just like... Oh, oh and fucking God. LL Cool J started doing this weird thing where, like, he would hold his hand vertically over his face and then just start licking his hand. Yes, we noticed that with the upcoming tag match. He did that here, too. <laughs> but he did that here, too? Oh, my God. Yeah, he would just lick his hand. It was gross. Gross and weird. And I think Tess shows up in the segment or he shows up later. Um, Tess shows, team. like... Booker T's like, I'm going to find me a tag team partner, and I'm going to beat your ass, APA. And then he leaves. And then Tess is like, hey, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not busy. I'm Mr. Immunity. I'm Mr. Immunity. Let's go hang out. Oh, wait. That tag match hasn't happened yet. The next tag match, the upcoming tag match. Well, that was the segments not... in the back. This is the Dudleys yeah. versus RVD and Edge. Yes, there Ooh. we go. Edge gives us an immediate seizure. <laughs> Oh my god, is it me, or is... Like, is it they, what they worse? do is, like, they zoom in all the way to the smoke, and the lights start flashing, and it's so fucking bright. I remember, I it was dark when we watched, and I could yeah. watch my whole fucking room flash, because <laughs> of how oh, bright it's fucking... You, you were watching this in the dark with no lights on? Yeah. Didn't you learn anything from Inuyasha? You're not supposed to... You're supposed to, when you're watching something, be in a well-lit room and keep your eyes this far away from the screen. Inuyasha? That, there were, like, after the Pokemon incident, after Electric Soldier Porygon, they did, like, animated PSAs explaining, oh, yeah, when you're watching TV, make sure you're in a well-lit room with, like, your eyes this far away from the screen. And one of them was just Inuyasha and Kagome explaining this to us. Kagome! <laughs> And then Inuyasha got like told to sit and fell out and you know fell on his face. Aha. Uh -huh. I wonder if that's why I had a headache. I still kind of do. That's probably it. You need it, to no, you need it to might make be sure I might moving. have a sinus infection. 
It might be a science infection. It might be you need to watch Raw and SmackDown in more well-lit rooms next time. So William Regal comes out before this tag match starts and gets frisked by uh, the referee again. Except this time they're checking the aprons, too, even though he's not wrestling tonight. Uh, What's weird is they never they never check the timekeeper, even though he totally has the brass knuckles all the time. So yeah, he joins them on commentary, and then Stacy sits on Regal's lap, and it's really weird. And Lawler starts freaking the fuck out because apparently yes. he's just a simp for Stacy, and it's uncomfortable. Our first count got to eleven this week. Not the worst, but it's still pretty bad. Still pretty bad. So Regal tries to run in. It distracts. It distracts. I just wrote Dudley. <laughs> that doesn't Dudley. help. <laughs> and he hits what? the he hits the execution. Yeah. Uh well the thing that you you were you were talking about with Stacy was also that like Regal started groping her. Oh my like, god. Ass, and we and it was still like, whoa, what is he doing? It's like, okay, so this is the strategy now. Stacy Keebler hit the brass knuckles in her ass crack. She she credit carded the brass knuckles in her butt cheeks and then and waddled over to the ring. And William Regal had to like do a reach around in there to get him. <laughs> so that's so that's just uh that's a bit of Friday night Thursday night fun. It's still on Thursdays, that's right. Oh, this is when the you want to be in the Harlem Heat test segment happens. Yes. McMahon's uh, talking to more of his lawyers. I just wrote Angle got to do the thing. I okay. Well, first off, there's um Tess comes out. This is where Tess like teams up with, with Booker T. Tess wants to fuck Rebecca Romaine Stamos, and Booker T wants to knock out LL Cool J's mother. So he we, said we're allies. It's, it's, it's the Mama said knock you out bit. And he's like, I'm gonna knock his mama out. That's a like, really Whoa. old song from LL Cool J, by the way. Yes. Like, let me, uh, let me look was, at his discography real quick. What was his like big song that was out at this time? Was he even doing music at this point? Um, it's like LL Cool J has a long fucking career. Uh, the Kurt Angle thing, I'll explain why you're checking he this. He released the album Goat, and then he released the album Ten. And yeah. Ten had Love You Better, Paradise, and Amazing. Oh, wait, that came out a little bit later this year, so back to Goat. Uh, he had imagined that in you and me. Yeah. So the triple eight, uh, the Kurt Angle thing was you. If you remember, like last week, we complained about how Kevin Dunn cut away during like when he was mocking the Triple H taunt. That was what we were. That's the we finally got to see him do like mock the uh, Triple H ah taunt. Yeah, he didn't. They didn't show it last week, so he got to do it now. Yes. And this is just him shitting on Triple H. I assume because they're going to be in a tag match later. The main event tag match. Not to be confused with this next tag match. There's like three tag matches on this show. Half of this show is tag matches. Where we have the APA with Chris Klein, LL Cool J, and Rebecca Romaine Stamos, quote, rollerball. Yeah, like they had the SmackDown side things that come up when people come out. But like there was so much text when the APA came out that and all of it looks squished. They just have rollerball in quotes. Like that seems so unnecessary. But they're taking on Booker T and Test. There is a point where like Tess comes out, like he goes to the outside because all the all the celebrities are out, like they're out at ringside. Jerry Lawler's being horny, of course. But like Tess, like, you know, hits on her like, hey, why don't you come with me? And she just kind of like waves him off. And I was like, I appreciated that. Of of the free celebrities we have, I can most believe that Rebecca Romaine Stamos watches this product. Yeah. Because she's playing along the whole time and not just licking her hand like LL Cool J. Yeah. I don't even remember how this match ends. I assume... Uh, the APA close line from hell. Close APA line from wins. hell, that's right. Test still looks good because he's Test and we will... The, less, we will, the we more will, Test just beats people's ass, the better he looks. It's just, you know, we, we like Test here. This is a, this is a very Test... The protest podcast. We are protest. We are protesters. <laughs> are you protesters? 
We, that would have been a better name than for his testicles? fucking fan base than being testicles. <laughs> Protesters. P-R-O-T-E-R-S. Like yes. Or something like that. But like there's a hyphen between pro and testers. Or two hyphens, who knows? Like, yeah, like that. I say to the way where no one can see it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, video. <laughs> thanks. This audio podcast with visual jokes. Yeah, that. I think, that's we have no, that's entertainment. <laughs> do we have another segment between this and the main no, event? No, I don't next? think so. I think it's just Angle and Taker versus The Rock and Triple H. Yes, and then we have the the Vince. We have another Vince like Flair segment after that. This was a main event tag match. I this pissed me off. This pissed you off okay, because it ahead. went like fifteen minutes. And then it ended in a DQ. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I only have, like, two major notes on this. Shitty Sharpshooter. Shitty Sharpshooter, again. Thank you, Undertaker, for breaking that up. But, like, Undertaker goes into, like, a boxing stance at some point. And it oh, yeah, and then he just stupid. shadow boxes, and it looks dorky as shit. <laughs> and I have the note, play Kurt Angle's theme because shut up. Which... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what he did, and then they played his theme. Like he, I think he put like an ankle lock on someone. No, no, yeah, he put a guy in an ankle lock after the match. After the match, and then the his theme music just played. Just shut up. Just play the goddamn theme. Whatever. Here's another Vince Flair segment for you. This one was really long. We looked at the fucking time bar and was like, is there 20 minutes left? What the fuck? And it's just mostly Vince and his lawyers and Rick It's Blair. like Vince is like, you're going to sign this paper and sell the company to me. And then Rick Flair's like, oh, do I sign it? I don't know. Should I sign it? Maybe... I'll, I'll I'll sign I my first name. He signs his first name, and then McMahon is like, "Sign your last name too." And then Stone Cold comes out and just tells Austin to, or tells <laughs> Stone Cold tells Austin to eat ass, not Vince <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> my bitch is a wife. My bitch is a wife. <laughs> my... <laughs> All right, but yeah, this ends like with I think. Flair gets beaten up at some point. No, I think Flair's fine. I think Stone Cold just beats up uh, Rick. Uh, Stone Cold just beats up McMahon. And also, a table gets flipped over at some point because I was expected. I mean, no one went through it, but I was expecting harm to come to a table because whenever there's like a contract signing or a document signing, something's got to go to happen to the table you sign on. But yeah, I think that wraps us up. Uh, this week was kind of weak. This week was kind of weak. Yeah. Uh, this was better than the last few weeks have been. Yeah, I think Raw There's wins. Raw wins. This was this was better than most of our shows. Maybe there's just a problem with Spike Dudley. Uh, MVP, our awards, our awards. Our MVP of the night was Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, the man. Kurt Angle, the man, never half-assing it. Even when, like, the show itself is half-assed, he don't. Yeah, Kurt Angle shows up. He, he comes to work. When he comes to work, he comes to fucking work. Uh, underrated, we had a lot of debate over whether it was Maven or DDP, and DDP won out. Yeah, that... I just thought Maven only had one match this week. Yeah, if he had more segments, we would probably would have bought into him. Yeah, if if Maven were the MVP or the underrated, <laughs> our our Y segment of the week was uh, the Ric Flair WWF video package that he got for a hundred dollars. Can I have a runner up? What the fuck? Sure. Uh, Y Rollerball. <laughs> because that was a popular. Paul Heyman was in it. It was a movie that was coming out. Paul Heyman was in it. That's why Rollerball. Why Rollerball? <laughs> because Paul Heyman was in it. And also Shane McMahon cameoed. Here's yeah. the question. Where was John Renault? I don't know where he John Renault is. Maybe he benefited from not being here. 
He because he's in that movie, but he did not want to show up for these raw segments. I guess so. How about that? Fuck. Maybe he made the right <laughs> choice. Uh, sign of the week went to. It's not who you want. It's woo. Yeah, people have been sign. fucking up woo on the signs. Do Case people point, not know Rick, who the fuck Ric Flair is? Case in point, Ric Flair, whoa. Ric Flair, whoa. <laughs> so that was our sign of the week. We had two runners up, which is a rarity. Uh, Triple H, I want your body. And Vince, get therapy, which I feel <laughs> we can all agree on. Vince, go get therapy, you fucking Jake boomer. Four. Jerry Lawler first count was 11. We didn't have a lot on the two passes alert behind. Maven appearance counters two. Maven appearance counters two. Uh, Goldust quoted Kevin Spacey unironically, which ain't happening nowadays. And didn't also, really have a lot roll- on the 2000s alarm besides yeah. Rollerball. Just Kevin Spacey getting an unironic reverence and Rollerball. But that was that was uh, week five of Rassle Boys. You can find us at the places that Allie's going to mention. Anchor and uh, Spotify and some other shit. <laughs> YouTube and cast it or whatever, but not on, not on iTunes. We're, we're not we're on working, iTunes. We're working on getting on iTunes. We don't have a Patreon. We don't have anything to read to you yet. So we're not, so we're not, we're not sponsored by Raycon yet. Yeah. Fuck you, or Ray J. <laughs> But uh, we're signing out once again with our classic sign out. Insert sign out here. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, everyone. We are interrupting your current podcast with a different podcast, which is actually not a podcast, but instead is an ad read for products and services. Now... Megafighter's here, too. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I, because after doing an episode where I said we didn't have ad reads, we now have an ad read. Yes, so I wouldn't try and sell a product unless it was something I feel like has a benefit or something that I would see myself using. So we are selling a supplement today. This supplement... Pretty much, you know, it it keeps you alert, it keeps you awake, it keeps you focused on your tasks so that you can do a podcast with a migraine and get through the end of it. And honestly, I absolutely appreciate the fact that they came to contact us for this product that we're selling. Cocaine! (laughs) (laughs) You fucker! God damn it! Gotcha, bitch! I should have known that we didn't have an ad read because we have not gotten big enough yet. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was fucking with you. This is up. This is going to be like a little bonus for the episode. Ah, you son of a bitch.